This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. 7.36, it's Tuesday 30th of January and of course you're listening to The Morning Run with Keith Kam and I'm Wong Xiaoning. We're taking a look at Elon Musk, particularly his social media company X, formerly known as Twitter. Now, they have announced plans to hire 100 full-time content moderators to build a new trust and safety centre, primarily, excuse me, to stop the spread of child sexual exploitation materials and address other issues like hate speech and violent posts. Interestingly, this decision diverges from Musk's previous actions of scaling back on trust and safety operations since his takeover of the company in October 2020. However, the platform faces heightened scrutiny following the viral spread of explicit AI-generated images depicting Taylor Swift. So with the rise in doctored images of videos since the emergence of artificial intelligence, how can social media platforms be held accountable for content moderation? For insights, we speak to Dr. Fahiza Shamsuddin. Now, she's Program Director and Senior Lecturer at the School of Media and Communications at Taylor's University. Fahiza, good morning. Thanks for joining us now. X, formerly known as Twitter, has announced plans to build a 100-person office, like we said earlier, dedicated to content moderation. Do you think this is a rather unusual step uh, and also investment because it's all about trust and safety operations of a social media company or is actually X too late to the game? Okay, good morning. Thanks for having me. So to answer the question, uh, we go, we need to go back to 2022. So it's essential to note back then that Twitter had, uh, now called Ads, had initially taken a step back in this direction with all this Trust and Safety Council. It's already in place. But however, due to some internal structure decision, particularly back then when the ownership, ownership had changed to Elon Musk, this, the council has been disbanded. So with all this resurgence of content-related challenges, especially like what you have mentioned concerning child sexual exploitation, X now had decided to build a dedicated content moderation office. But it doesn't necessarily mean that they're late to the game for me. Instead, it reflects like a renewed understanding of the importance, specifically in addressing all of these issues. So we can see that it's a shift in their approach to basically maintain a safer online environment. Yeah. Do you think then this might provide a glimmer of hope in restoring advertisers' confidence and help X uh, boost its ad revenue? Also, I mean, they've been suffering a a little bit about, I mean, from its credibility issues, right? Will that improve, you think? Yeah, like, um, I mean, if you want to look at the advertiser's point of view, so it's very simple. For advertisers, for brand owners, they're often conscious about associating their brands with platforms that, you know, face content-related challenges. So, um, by X introducing this sizable content moderation team, it kind of signaled to the world that they, they are dedicating, uh, creating a safer online environment, like I said before. So, like, this intern has a, what we call, we can have, we can see that there's a potential to attract more advertisers. So, because it will probably foster a positive environment for the brands on the platform and probably, you know, boosting ad revenue. So, it's, it's, we can see it like a reactive measure for X. Um, I mean, not merely a reactive measure, but we can see it like more or less like a proactive step as well towards prioritizing user safety and also at the same time reinstating advertisers' trust. Yeah. Okay, meanwhile, X, of course, is under scrutiny after explicit AI-generated images of Taylor Swift became, began excuse me, circulating on site. Now, AI is everywhere. The technology is on the rise. So really, how challenging is it for 
platforms in detecting deep fakes and misinformation? Yeah, okay. So let's talk about the much spoken incident with Taylor Swift and the AI um, deep fakes. Um, so the, we can see that after the explicit AI generated images of Taylor Swift like begin circulating, um, it basically shed lights on the evolving challenges basically to detect deep fakes and misinformation. So like in the wake of advancement that we can see nowadays in everything AI technology, so platforms face an increasingly daunting task in staying ahead with all of these sophisticated sophisticated methods, you know, used to create and spread deceptive content images and everything else. So this incident can actually serve more or less like a reminder of the ongoing struggle platform face in maintaining secure online environment. So um, it prompts necessary conversation like we have today about the need of continuous innovation in content moderation, especially to tackle emerging challenges in the future. And at the same time, protect users from the harmful effects of all this misinformation and, of course, manipulated content. Yeah. So, Fahiza, how how effective do you think then that this hundred person office dedicated to content moderation that uh, Elon Musk is is proposing uh, can be uh, in 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 addressing these issues? Well, it's too early to tell whether it's effective or if it's not effective. Um, Knowing Elon Musk, there's a lot of surprises and a lot of like business strategic plans that he changes from now and then. But I think for them to actually initiate this um, with the situation that is currently happening, well, it's it's quite a noble move that they made. You know, coming back and talk about you know trust and safety issues again, where else back then they started to very much condone on being a like a freedom of speech sort of platform. So yeah, so I think it's. It can be effective, of course it's effective, it must be effective, but we'll see how continuous will he prolong this move, you know, towards the end. Yeah, I'm also wondering what is the role of legislation to tackle the, the, the use, or the, excuse me, the misuse of AI technology on social media platforms. If you can't get companies to do it, does the government then need to step in? Yeah, I mean, when we talk about the role of legislation, or for some countries, it's it's not only legislation; they made it a regulation. Mm. So it's it's basically a pivotal in addressing, like, basically number one, which is just to address the misuse of all this AI technology, specifically in the social media platform. So if you look at it globally, like, we can see that the need for clear guidelines and legal framework has become increasingly evident. So in the Western countries, we can see that they are doing it more comprehensive regulation basically to just govern social media platforms, you know. But if we're looking in Malaysia sort of scenario, like with what we have right now, the instrument of, you know, having MCMC with the uh, with the content forum and whatever not, um, it basically indicates that the approach to address content-related challenges coming from legislation or regulation is, is mainly towards local digital landscape. So for us, like in Malaysia, we may face unique challenges tied to cultural sensitivities or, you know, like regional dynamics, you know. So regulatory framework must therefore be tailored basically to just address these specific nuances. Yeah. Okay, so here my question is, is there going to be a challenge going forward in terms of balancing innovation? Because AI has its positive users and I'm sure some social media platforms want to actually promote that. And then on the other hand, you've got to maintain the credibility of it and then you might also have political considerations. What's the sweet spot? Is it possible to achieve this? 
Well, this always a sweet spot. I mean, AI, we have to admit, um, our day-to-day lives has been made way easier in, in, in a lot of businesses, industries, and, you know, everyday usage, way, way easier. The tasks that used to take, like, 50 steps are now being cut into literally, like, one-third of it. So whether it's in a political view or whether it's in a business view or whether it's in a social media platform view, I mean, we have to embrace AI. Um, that's what I keep on advocating. Uh, we can't escape it, but it's just in how for us to humanize it by the end of the day. So that's, that's the, the most important thing that we need to look forward to in the future. In what ways have deepfake materials detrimentally impacted brands and the wider digital advertising market, particularly when content is manipulated without consent that you have seen? Well, we can see it from the Taylor Swift you know, incident. Like deepfakes materials literally packs a punch. You know, it causes trouble for brands and for celebrities and of course like the whole digital advertising scene. So what I see here when we talk about the inches, there's basically two parts. You know, we can see that obviously it's a reputation blow, you know. Deep fakes can mess up like brand image like big time. So when fake content spreads like like wildfire without especially permission, it sticks to a brand's name, harming its reputation. And then second of all it will become a misinformation highway. You know, deep fake speed up and spread fake news, whether it's cooked up video or twisted audio. It, it's, a, it's a misinformation. So once it goes viral, it will start messing with content. They mess the trust, the truth, and the whole digital advertising game. So, yeah. All right. Thank you very much for your time. That was Dr. Fahiza Shamsuddin, Program Director and Senior Lecturer, School of Media and Communication at Taylor's University telling us that, well, unfortunately, AI is here to say, well, not unfortunately. It's actually, it can be for good. It just needs to be regulated. But in the meantime, it can be, and it has proven to be rather disruptive. It certainly is. And I think we really need to take note of that, especially in this year where more than, well, about half the population of planet Earth is uh, voting in some form of election Mm. or another. Uh, Deep fakes and uh, misinformation can spread just like wildfire. In fact, I saw these deep fakes of the late President Suharto making recommendations Mm. for the Indonesian elections, which is coming up on February 15 and we we do know that he had passed away many, many, many years ago. So it's really, you know, I think we're going to see a lot more of this. I wonder what kind of deep fakes are going to appear on Biden and Trump as we head to their general elections. There's going to be a lot of firefighting at this uh, when, when, when all this happens eventually. Yeah. Yeah. Watch this space. So listen to us because we are the real media. Oh, sure. um, next, we'll be discussing the recent appointment of the new Sarawak governor. Stay tuned for that BFM 89.9. You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. For more stories of the same kind, download the BFM app.